Yes, sir. Skid, you tuned into another edition of Infinite Vibes. I'm Moran, the man. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Hopefully, everybody's feeling good and feeling great. I got my lovely, amazing co host in the building. The richest lady in the world, DJ B Lax, is here. Hey, what's up, gang? Turn up, turn up. And the most infamous Harlem Globe Trotter is here as well, y'all. What's up, gang? We yeah. got an early. The whole gift. gang back in the building. Please introduce yourself. Please reintroduce yourself to everybody because you've been gone. I've man. been gone for a minute. Hey guys, D-Lou. Yes, yes. Y'all ain't forgot. Stop playing. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. And family is in the building. We are in the presence of somebody who we've been growing with, building with. We had him on the show, but he's back for a special occasion. Please introduce yourself to our listeners Let's one more time, go. Bro. What up? It's Kai. What's popping? From the A, baby. You know what's going on. Absolutely. We know what's going on. So first things first, how's everybody's feeling? Like starting with our guests, how you feeling, Kai? I'm feeling blessed, man. Every day, you know what I'm saying? Just to be alive. That's what's most important to me. Absolutely, absolutely. I say on a scale, okay, on a scale of one to ten, everybody, Rachel score like mentally, where you at? Right now, I said ten. That's good. Of course, you know I went through things, but you know you just progress. So I feel like now definitely a ten. We'll speak later about that. How you was able to get out of that? Because now you a ten, you happy, you good. What about you, Moran? Uh, I say, man, all things considered, I'm like a solid eight. I'm at like a solid eight. You know, things ain't perfect, but things ain't horrible either. Right. I'm at like a solid eight. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, I would say a nine. A nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still room to grow and things to unpack, but I feel good nonetheless. So, nine. I'm going to honestly say nine, too, because it's like it's still room to feel better, you know, kind of mm-hmm. work on yourself, do some me time, um, think positive, because sometimes the devil can work yourself in a little bit. You compare mm-hmm. yourself and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like nine is a solid because I'm always positive. But sometimes I have my moments where I'm like, bro, like because when you like a one woman team, yeah. this shit can get crazy. Like, there's too much going on. Absolutely. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Things can get crazy because, you know what I mean, it's May. You know, I feel like it's 28,000 holidays that go on this month. You know, Cinco de Mayo, uh, Mother's Day. It's also Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. So, you know, like, how's everybody, like, feeling when it comes to, like, mental health right now? Like, how you feeling, Kai? I'm feeling good, man. Um... You know, like I said, you know, everybody go through things. But as far as me personally, I think I've gotten to a place in my life where I could just be happy. You know what I'm saying? And just be peaceful. Because I talk to a lot of OGs, a lot of people that, you know, have come before me. And the, the one thing they always told me is at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter like who you with or who, who around you or what you're going through in life, you always want peace. And then, you know what I mean? So... I think that's what we all searching for, peace and love. So I'm feeling great. That's good. That's good. Because one thing about you, you know, you're an artist, R&B singer. You're somebody, you've been doing this for a while. And for the outside looking in, some people might think that everything may be easy for you. But, you know, you had some ups and downs throughout your journey. So talk to us about some of the hurdles you've had to face. Some of the hurdles, um, I say early on, probably like just stepping out of my comfort zone. You know, I'm a Virgo, so I'm naturally like to myself introvert, but me being an artist kind of pushed me to be an extrovert. Right. So I had to learn how to communicate better, you know what I'm saying, be around a lot of people. So now I'm, I'm pretty comfortable, you know what I mean? But 
it kind of forced me. And sometimes you got to have that push to step you out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? That part, that part. Because, you know, you have been getting pushed a lot lately. Shout out to your team. But, you know, our homie sitting street right love. here. Shout out to his team. Street love in the building. I but know, you know, street love in the building. Absolutely. Yeah. Behind the scenes, <laughs> filming, doing, doing what you always do. Manager in manager. the building. Super Saiyan manager. But, um, Shout out to Darius. You know, one thing that, you know, has been able to push artists is collabing with other people. And, you know, you got this record out with B-Lax. You know, we're going to definitely get for into sure. it. But what's it like for you collabing with other people, big dog? Really, um, all the collabs I have, it has to be like a personal connection. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a vibe on a, on a personal level. Because um, you can always pay somebody and da 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 And that's cool, too. Yeah. Depending on, because everybody at different places, everybody on their own schedule and time. But for me, I like to work with people in the studio and just create that vibe um, or, you know, just on a personal level. I think the music always comes out better that way. Mm-hmm. That part, that I part. I do. I agree with you because I feel like music is, there's like a scientific, it's like science. You know what I'm saying? It's a chemistry behind it. And I feel like if you're just creating music and there's no formula, there's no, like, chemistry, it's not really hitting, you know? For sure. And I don't know, like, for me, it's just more about resonating with people when I'm creating. I just want to resonate with people because I know, like, music that resonated with me back in the day growing up was the fact that it was relatable. It was something like if I was in love, it was like, okay, the R&B, I love the 90s. If I was, like, dealing with some heartbreak, okay, or shunty, whatever, like, you shit just resonated. Like, okay, I, I vibe with it. I understand it. Or I just want to be stupid or geeky with a missy. You know, you want to just be on some crazy shit. Like, yeah. okay. So it just, like, whatever that mood was, I, it just resonated with me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What about you, Dilu? How you feel about that? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That's so hard. you know, we're here for good celebratory reasons. You know, Blax, Malachi, Wakai, formerly known as Malachi, they got this record out. I really want it, and I feel like you know, why don't y'all go ahead and let us know about this record? Like, how did this record come about? How did it happen? Whoever want to take it away. Well, of course, Kai came in, you know, he's just a superstar, so he really didn't know, like, off the bat, like, what we were going to do before the studio session. So for him to be able to lay the record down like he did, like, he, it was like he prepared for it, in a sense, like, the vocals, like, he was just hitting every note and putting his swag to it. Like, our production, me and Moran, because we both produced the beat, I felt like, at first, you know, Kai, I don't know if you remember, but you was like, mm, I don't know. Like, I don't know about that. You remember that? Like, like, I don't know. But that's good because sometimes artists, like, you may be in your head, maybe like, that, that, that ain't it. But you was like, well, maybe let's get out the comfort zone. Let me see if I can really put my twang to it. And you did that. So, so I felt like. it came out amazing. came out great. You know, I love working with people who are just motivated and got that drive. You know what I mean? That's what pushes me. You know what I'm saying? b and Moran, they at it every day doing their thing. They don't stop. And I appreciate that. And that's what makes me want to work with somebody 10 times more. Absolutely. That's where I'm honored. So, you about to say something, Lou? I, I want to know, because I have been gone, like, how did the collab even come about? Shout out to DJ Rail. DJ you know Rail. Rail a real one. You know, she's his UWG DJ. UWG alumni. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Taking over for the 99 and the 2000. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she introduced us. So, it was more like, okay, we brought him on to the show. We told him we, we make beats. You know, that scenario. Sometimes... People be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we going to link, we going to link. But it didn't, it don't never do it. But we waited a couple of weeks to a month, and then we looked, we booked a studio session, and he really did pull up. Nice. 
did his thing. Dope, like, dope. That's we, we had a good time too. It was like hella people in there too. Yeah. So we were just that's lit. a different session. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was. We had so many sessions. We just. <laughs> it's too many of around. them. Yeah, yeah. But we have a good time. I'm glad you said that in the studio we have a really good time. Like, it's not so like like a business like you know how sometimes you walk in studios and it's like the energy don't be right but it's like us we want to have fun and it's like we'll do all the extra shit after the studio but in this moment we we creating that chemistry so we trying to like figure the formula out we having fun with it it's not about like do it this way do it that way do it because we done been in some head-ass studios where they done (laughs) fucked up the vibe (laughs) deaf to all head-ass in this boy do it this way no Uh, we don't want that like what so do you think and this is a question for everyone like do you all think it should be natural? Like when you first are thinking like, okay, hmm, a partnership may come from this. You know, we may collab. Should the energy be natural? Or do you think even if it's not natural, it can become natural? I think, honestly, in my experience, I think the more organic, the better. But, I mean, I feel like if money's involved, you're going to make it natural. If, <laughs> if money's involved, you're gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? If money, if you get it paid, if you if you pay somebody ten thousand dollars for a studio session, you gonna do what you need to do. But I do feel like you know the stuff that was more organic for me, it was definitely a better experience. It was definitely a better result. You know, working with him, everything has been organic. It's been fun. It's been chill, and I feel like that's why the product speaks for itself. So I do believe the more organic, the better. But you know, whatever. Whatever works for you. I agree with that, Ron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I gotta ask you, cause I'm just curious, what made you want to take a chance on us? Like, what, what, what made you say, man? You know what? What made you, your team? What made y'all say, man? We gonna fuck with them? Cause I was just curious. I just want to know. Man, cause y'all are good people. You know what I'm saying? That just led to doing work together. You know, I, I go off the vibe at first, and when Rail introduced me to y'all, you know, y'all just showed nothing but love. So. Uh, when y'all was like, let's get in the studio, I'm like, let's do it. And I already rock with y'all chemistry, so it's only up from here. Absolutely. That part. For sure. So I would like to ask, because I don't know if you've seen it, but there's this meme that's been going around that's been real popular saying, give women opportunities, work with women, hire women, because women get the job done. So I don't know if you've ever worked with a female producer before. I don't know if you have. Yes, I have. Um can't remember the names off the top, but I definitely had before. Words. And I got I got women on my team too. You know what I mean? Um, like two or three. So and they just keep everything organized. You know, cause <laughs> us dudes like we just we show up and we do our thing, but they make sure you know. They on point with checklist, it. Checklist. You feel yeah. me? So keep us on point too. I'm glad you brought that up because I do feel like in the industry where it's male dominant, that a lot of women that do produce. Because a producer is not a beat maker. You know what I'm saying? Like, a producer is somebody that can really put together something and have a final result of it. You know what I'm saying? Whether you need, like, an instrumentalist, where you need somebody that can do the drums, somebody to do the kick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just put that shit together. So, for me, I love the fact that they are highlighting more women as producers because they do get overshadowed a lot because you only hear about, like... If you look at Billboard and see, like, the top 10 producers, there's not women on there. Mm. But it's like, you know, it's because if men be more open to, like, allowing women to be able to, instead of looking at them like, not saying y'all because y'all good men, but just other men may be like, oh, nah, I don't want to work with no woman or I just want to fuck or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, come on, she she hard. Like, let her be great and let her shine. That's how I feel. How does that make y'all feel, though? Like, do it, do it give you a drive to, like, be, like, the best or, like, how does it make y'all feel as women? 
in the mic. Def- definitely, <laughs> um, definitely more drive. Definitely makes you want to perfect your craft to the best of your ability. But more importantly, set those boundaries up mm-hmm. front. And that's that's how I feel like I've elevated in, in my profession is just like, yo, I'm setting these boundaries up front. Yeah, men are going to be men. Mm-hmm. And that's something I feel like all women know. Like, all right, men are going to be men. Y'all are visual beings. We get it. But we got to set the boundaries, too. Like, we got to meet y'all halfway, you know? And um, that's how I've thought of it when it comes to work with men. Some men, okay, yeah, they're not going to want to work with me because I ain't trying to do anything with them outside of professional stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And those people just not meant. We're not meant to work together. But if we're meant to come together, we're meant to collide, we're meant to create some type of gift for the world, then they'll respect my boundary and we'll make magic. Yeah, it's motivating for sure. I feel like just even wanting to find the men that do, instead of focusing on the men that don't, it was more like, let me shiver and find the men that do fuck with me and do want to help me build what I'm, what my vision is, number one, and then also allow me to be great and not trying to overpower me, and me allowing them to be great in their space, and we just meet in the middle, you know what I'm saying, and work together, and it just flows. It's not no ego or anything happening. Everybody's just happy with what's happening and creating. And that's the, that's the end goal. It's just like, if you really are, are like, if you are a creator, you just want to create. Like, all the extra stuff that comes with it, it's just like, come on, bro. Like, leave that out the creative room. But the craziest thing, and I've had this conversation with guys, like, y'all don't even think it like that. Like, y'all don't even have to think like that. Like, going to a studio session with a woman, like, there's the thought that, man, she may be trying to talk to me. This may not be uh, what it is. Does that ever? <laughs> like, I may got to be a certain way. Like, does that ever I mean, even cross your mind? I want to know that, too. Like, to be hilarious. To keep it a brick, I feel like it depends. Mm. It depends because, you know, um, I've been in scenarios where it's like, I can't tell if you're flirting with me or not. It's like, are you trying to fuck with me or are you, is this just who you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've also been in scenarios where I was 100% respectful. I'm not trying to smash. And then a month later, I was really trying to give you some. I know. Like, what you want me to do? <laughs> like, what you want me to do? You know? yeah. So I, I feel like it depends. I want to know what kind. What you mean? <laughs> I, I, I know you got some stories. Like. Man, I feel the same way he feel. Like, I think, like, the more success I've achieved, I definitely have to watch out for that because it's been women that you wouldn't, you would never think that they'll be trying to get at you until you end up in the same room as them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just all about disciplining and what you, what you, like she said, boundaries. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know, discipline. Like you said, that's the root word, discipline. Because like Nicki Minaj, Chloe Bailey, Rihanna, they all fine, right? But you put me, look, I want I would much rather get the bag than them cheeks. If you asking me, if you're talking to Moran. But like number one. But like from the angle of do you guys feel walking into those studio sessions or like if you were in the studio with Rihanna or Chloe or whatever, like going into that, where's your mind? The bag. The bag. It's never you don't think you'll ever think like, okay, damn, they may try to talk to me. They may let me make sure I'm not dressed a certain way because I don't want that if type of energy. If they try to talk to me, get the bag first. <laughs> but so you don't go into it thinking that way, though. You don't I, have to. I mean, we're we going to have some nigga thoughts. Like, of course. 
this Rihanna or the Chloe. But, this but Nicki them coming at you. Them coming at like us. Like, if it was reversed, like, we have to go into We go, studio, yeah, yeah. Like, with those thoughts. Like, all right, I got to make sure I'm, I present myself a certain way. Like, it's yes. so many, it's so many thoughts to make sure, like, that might, that, that don't happen. Right. Yeah. I think that so, I yeah. Control. You got to, because if you know you're about to be in a studio session with Rihanna, you got to be on point. You got to be, hey. But you thinking about the work. We got to think about our work plus. Our appearance. Everything else that mm. comes with how it, we, how we being perceived. Yeah, because I wear sweatpants and still, oh, you don't, oh, you like one of the homies, but I still want to fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's what? crazy. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like I just uh, got a shirt on and some sweatpants. <laughs> like, I, I feel like every woman, not even just in music, just period. If you, if they, you know, if they bosses and they doing their thing and they're male dominated industries, they go through this. Right. Mm. But I will say this though, and this is why it is important to have females on your team, not to come off like Prince Charming and all like that. I never really realized how bad it was for women until I started working with y'all. Yeah. And it, and it's a couple other women that you know I know throughout the industry. Like it really, they really be trying to holler at y'all like that. It really do be like that. I never really realized how bad it was. Yeah, that's why boundaries are key. And a lot of women mm-hmm. miss out on opportunities because they said no exactly. to certain people too. So yeah, mm-hmm. so. It's crazy, you know what I mean? Um, but I think the dynamic is changing. I, I will say, like, women turning up right now, especially the rappers, going oh, crazy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we damn near in competition with y'all. You know <laughs> they going crazy. Going hard, so. yeah. For real, I, don't I know. feel like women do run a rap game. Like, it's the rap game right now. The females are running the game. If it had to be, like, in sales, touring, and all that, like, they really killing that shit right now. Yeah. So- yeah, but you got a record out right now that's about the ladies. You got a, a whole project, a whole project, a whole project. about you Tales being a playboy. A playboy, you know what I'm saying? Just the experiences of going through it with with, with women, you know what I'm saying? Um, the ups and downs, the pain, the love, all type of emotions, and you know just figuring that out. So you know I'm expressing that all on the project, and it's, it's it was a fun project to do. You know what I'm saying? It took me about like six months. To record everything and oh, nice. get all my feelings out and express how I wanted to express it, and shout out to the ass songwriters helped me out too and you know, um different producers so it's lit man y'all go get that tales of a Playboy baby. Ooh, one record that Playboys have pain. Huh? Playboys experience pain. Absolutely, pain yeah. in the sense of like you have a lot coming at you so you don't want to break hearts, but you know you kind of got to keep it honest because. You know what you're doing too. You know what I mean. So, most definitely. And if 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 a nigga say he he don't feel pain, um, then I don't know what to tell you. He, he, <laughs> he might not be soul. human. You know what I'm saying? Or he lost yeah. in the soul. So. But one record did, that did stick out to me was the lovers nor friends because I had those conversations with my girlfriends and my guy friends about how they may be fucking with somebody and they like I thought they knew that I didn't want something more and then. They felt like, oh, well, you should have known because I said this and like, we doing this, we linking up, we spending time together, we not just fucking. So I thought you wanted something more. So the confusion can be in you spending time with somebody and they might think like, oh, I might got a chance for us to be something more. Like, how did that record come about? Because I feel like you as a guy, you was like, I done told you, like, <laughs> if I got to tell you again. That's, that's, how, that's how I always been. Like, I, I've learned at a, at a young age, just always be honest. 
No matter what. Yo. I may have been too honest sometimes, you know what I'm saying? It got me in some sticky situations, but at the end of the day, a woman can't tell me that I wasn't straight up yep. from the go. So oh, I never was the type to sell dreams, lie for what? That's just going to make you have to come up with more lies, you feel me? So yep. this what it is, it's either you take it or you leave it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a player. That is a real, people call themselves players, but they be lying to girls. Yeah, nah, you a can't real lie. player, is, they don't lie. That's they be like, I got this girl, I got that. What's up? If you fucking with it, you fucking with it. No, you're not. Yeah, sure. I Honesty is the best policy for sure. For sure, for sure. So, you know, working on music, all this, we asked Malachi why he wanted to work with us. So I got to ask you, B-Lax, like, what was it about Malachi that made you say, I want to work with him? Like, because you absolutely brought the whole play to the table as far as, you know, was, well, you and Real. Both of y'all definitely brought this whole thing to this table. So what was it about Malachi that made you say, yo, I want to work with him? It was really like a full circle moment because you probably, I don't know if you remember remember this, but like, I want to say two, three years ago before COVID, I went out with, we went out to the club for my birthday. Remember DJ Scream was, was it? No, that was, that was a different one. I'm sorry. But A Major, he done produced records for Malachi. So he used to tell me about Malachi before he, you know, was telling me about you. And I was like, okay, that's hard, that's hard. Shout but I never A-Major. thought it. Yeah, shout out to A Major, A Major you know. Family. He mixed and mastered my music. But like, I never thought about working with him. I just was like, oh, dope for my friend because he's working with him. You know what I'm saying? But then, like, as I began to focus on production, which y'all can see the shift that I've been focused on is production. I now was like, when I got the opportunity to meet Kai, I was like, yo, yeah, we gonna work. I wanna work with him. I wanna produce, cause the R&B is my thing. Like, I love R&B. And when you have a passion for something, you just kinda let it just do what it do. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like it was just the perfect opportunity. You gotta seize the moment. Like, if, if an opportunity come and you don't seize it, then that's on you. Like, I'm gonna seize every moment that I want, you know? Got to. Do you feel me? So that's just basically the bottom line. It's like I met you. We was out at the club one time. You was it was A majors, SK, and y'all was, we was in the section, but you I didn't know you then. Yeah. And I didn't get introduced to you then. But then three to four years later, here we are. You know what I'm saying? So I look at the You feel me? It's divine. It's fate. Yeah. Yeah. Divine time. That's divine important. timing. Very important. But no, speaking of legendary producers, I just wanna know, like, tell me how. Cause you work with the legendary Troy Taylor, hey, you know what I'm saying? That. He done discovered Trey songs. He done produced for Aretha Franklin. How did that come about with you working with Troy Taylor? Cause you gotta be special to work with him. Man, you know, me, Troy always is like the big homie. He'll see me around, kind of like how me, how you was just explaining, like you'll see me, but we never really met. But me and Troy, I will always perform around Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? He'll be at, I'm talking about for like, four, five years, he'll be at these events. And he'll always, like, say, yo, you talented, bro. Like, just keep going. He'll just say that. You know what I mean? So we would just cross cross paths a lot. And then um, I think recently, shout out to Nigo, my homeboy Nigo. He uh, he helped me write a lot of the music on the, on the tape. And he was like, man, you got to get in with Choi. So I just pulled up to the crib. So I was like, what's up, little homie? Because he, he always knew me, you know what I mean? But... We never really locked in for sure. We just seen each other right. a lot. Um, and so he came came down, you know, to his studio in his, in his basement or whatever. Dope set up everything. And um, we just got to work, man. He, he just was giving me game, putting me on certain things, uh, how to train my voice better, just all type of stuff to help me grow, you know what I mean? So we just locked in from the first time we recorded together. And then he just 
he always called me a superstar, so I just appreciate him embracing me. Yeah, he one of the ones. That's like sure. going to the Grammys. If you if you're an R and B singer, or, he don't only just work with R and B singer, but if you're a vocalist, that's like going to the Grammys. If you get to work with Troy Taylor, like he one of the ones. Like I ain't gonna sit here and downplay that one. Yeah, and he gonna tell you, he gonna keep it honest with you. Like that's what I like about him. He on sugarcoat. You know what I mean? Like. He called me a superstar, but he also t- told me the things I need to work on to, right. to be a better artist. And so I always appreciate that too. You know what I mean? I don't like a bunch of yes people like tell me what I need to work on so that I can be the best. Right. You feel me? And what was the things that he said in that session that you need to work on? Because we talk about the great stuff, but what was it? I think um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Like I'm, I'm naturally a laid back, chill person. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes to be a superstar, you gotta give more. You gotta, you gotta. Your personality has to be a, a, a lot more, I wouldn't say flamboyant, but like, yeah, flamboyant in a sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you just got to turn up. Got to be you know free. I mean? Don't so, think about so it. Don't think about it. Just just go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, yeah, that was like the main thing I really learned. He was like, you a superstar. I know it's in you, and and but you got to show that to the people. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that. That's real. For sure, man. Because, you know, like, honestly, like, we cool, but it's like, I, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I really do think, because, like, your vibe is very, and I really don't like to compare artists, but it it's very familiar to, like, that 2013 August Alcina era. Like, if I had to compare it to something, like, I feel man, like. You know, me and August, we were signed to the same label for a minute. I was, like, the little homie. Um, We were signed to Noontime. Mm. This when he first, like, blew up like crazy. And I was under their wings, so. I got to see him and the team really elevate him to that level. You know what I mean? So that gave me a lot of inspiration too. So, because um, I was like a little homie just watching everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? You was young, young. Yeah, yeah, I was like 17, 18, probably a little older than that. But just to see that it made me, it gave me confidence to know that it's possible. And so I learned a lot from just being around that. So, yeah, shout out to August and shout out to Noontime, too. They showed me love. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, man, on behalf of Infinite Vibes, we want to congratulate both of y'all on this amazing record. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, I really want to. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you for being a part of it, Moran. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Talk we about your, before we do that, <laughs> how, what was your experience like jumping on this and how did it happen, man? Because you like to talk about everybody else. Hey, man, I just be chilling, man. I just be working. I just, just put me in, coach. Just put me in. But nah, for me, um, Look, what do you recall from that moment when it happened? Like, when it when happened came to, to you about it? When you came to me, I remember. So this was the cool thing about it. So the beat, because the original plan that Sis had was she wanted to remake that beat. And I was like, hey, I just had to sit it down. Like, hey, Sis, I ain't going to hold you. This beat ain't it. We just going to make something completely different. We going to make a completely different beat. I just need you to trust me. I just need you to trust me because that beat just what it is. So we sat down. We made the beat, came up on some keys, put the whole thing together. I like the fact that you took direction, even though it was not my idea. Mm-hmm. Like this whole entire play was your idea, but hey, you really, really took direction. So we made the beat. I'm like, trust me, it's gonna work. Just trust me, just trust me, just trust me. We get to the studio. Like you said earlier, he heard the beat. Weren't really feeling it. I told you, hey, you gotta tell him, get on that beat. You gotta hold your nuts, sis. Trust me, it's gonna work. He gonna sound good. Just trust me. And it came together. So. Hey, that's where I remember too. Like with the hi hats, I was like, because it was cool. Yeah, I forgot like, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I, I think for producers too, just being different. Like everybody does like the same stuff nowadays, and it's just it's good just to be different. Like even if you have to do like two different 
hi-hat patterns or two different mm-hmm. snare patterns or claps or whatever it is like just be different like whatever sounds good you can level it out and make it kind of flow together but don't always feel like you gotta do like the basic stuff every time that part because yeah. i do feel like a record like this is definitely like stepping out the box it feels very familiar but it feels very good so i think everybody involved nailed it you killed it the engineer killed it we killed it on the beat that's the piece and, that, and and every artist should be like that too like because we got to be the ones performing it so we got to feel comfortable like anytime i'm in the studio i don't care who it is it can be the biggest producer in the world if it's something i'm not feeling i'm gonna express that and you know if we disagree then we just disagree but at least i know that i you know i put my two cents in to help better the record and then you know and vice versa they better me too so right. um yeah, the key is just honesty, man. You know what I'm saying? Not holding back. Like, you can't get nowhere with, you know, sugarcoating. You just can't. You feel me? Right. So, and be Lex like the hardest. You know what I'm saying? She going to turn up. And I know where she headed. I can already see the drive. So, both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm honored. Thank you, guys. For yeah, real. Like I said, like I tell her, I tell this to everybody that I work with. Just thank you for taking the chance on me, bro. Because you did not have to. So, I'm just like greatly appreciate mm-hmm. it. Greatly appreciative. So, like, what's the goal for this record? Like, what y'all finna do? We going to the clubs with what we doing? Shit? Like, what the hell we doing? This man? record gotta do radio. Uh-huh. Like, I gotta fuck with the DJs. I want to do something special for the DJs. I'm gonna do like an event for them. Um, gotta shoot the video. Gotta shoot the video. YouTube promotion playlist. That we're gonna be doing all that PR. Like, I'm gonna have a couple um, articles as well, speaking about just the release that we're doing. But I have a like, this is a small rollout to a bigger rollout because I have an EP on the way that I'm about to drop. It's a three song EP. And What's then the name of the EP? It's called the Tape. Let's go. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So hey. It's about to be the hottest in the world. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> So yeah, like we is more shit going, you know, it's on the way. Yeah, we got a lot of shit on the way, you know. Yes. I don't know, I just feel like this couch, this is a very this is about to be a legendary couch. Like all four of the people on this couch is just I don't know, we're gonna look up ten years from now, like damn, we really did all that shit. Nice. Yeah. Had to we had to improvise. Some shit just I would say that too, like even for mental health, like because mm-hmm. it's mental health awareness, it's just like if things don't go how you had in mind or envisioned like still know that it's okay to switch it and do what you need to do to improvise because that's just a part of God's plan some some stuff just don't go you know what I'm saying you just gotta maneuver and figure out what's gonna work and then whatever flows from there that's what it is you know absolutely and I'm gonna piggyback off that like success is not a straight line we hear that but when you really visualize it Every turn, every turnaround, every if you going left, right, left, right, back and forth so many times just to go up, it's still going to make sense in the end. Like you are creating a big picture. So don't get wrapped up and caught up and discouraged in the day to day when it doesn't feel like it's happening exactly how you think it should happen. Mm. But keep in mind that you're creating a big picture. I love that. Yes. So. Absolutely, love that. I, I I don't know what else I can add to that, man. That, that was that was a whole bar. I feel like that was a great way to wrap it up. Well, can we can we give a moment of silence though for people who have lost their lives and took their own lives yeah. in response to just life being too much to handle at yeah, times? Yeah, we could do that. Moments of silence to people who have succumbed to mental health illnesses. Let's get it. May God be with all those people. May God be the glory. God is the goat. Whatever going on in your life, just talk to him. He'll listen. 
For sure. For sure. So, yeah, man. In closing, you got any more gems you want to let the people know Malachi? Well, Kai, the art. Kai, formerly known as Malachi. Any gems you want the people to know, my guy? Just piggybacking off of what she said. You know, every day is step by step. So, don't get discouraged. You know, when some. When, when you might not see a bigger picture, but just know as long as you keep moving forward and taking step by step, it'll all um, come to fruition and it'll align the way it needs to. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful words from beautiful people, man. Well, hey, again, congratulations to B-Lax and Kai on yes. this amazing record. And congratulations to D-Lou for completing a successful tour. Yes. Thank you. Completing so, a successful tour, man. It's my sis back. Uh, I don't know how long we got her, <laughs> but we going to make sure we have some fun before then. For sure. Also, major congratulations to Trent out here winning, yes. going crazy. Yes. Trent. Cameraman BTS Trent. King Stop playing with <laughs> Absolutely Stop playing man Congratulations to Trent And yeah man Infinite Vibes Miranda man DJ B-Lex D-Lu, Yeah Top Love Kyle. Forever Infinite You know 20 Infinity Let's get it Infinite Vibes mm-hmm. Hey man I really wanna Out now